2: limbaugh shared his comedy for years now you'll hear it here it's the rob carson show
1: our number the two our number the two our number two of the rob carson show right ahead including uh it's kind of interesting jim jordan uh subpoenas former director of national intelligence james clapper and former CIA Director John Brennan about signing on to a letter that said that the uh, Hunter Biden laptop was disinformation in October of 2020, right before the election. And all of a sudden, James Clapper says, oh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, was, uh, I was completely misled on that. Yeah, it was uh, legit. Okay, yeah, really? Uh, again, it's a, it's a matter of a little uh, CYA going on there. We'll get to some audio from uh, James Clapper and all of the clap trap." you hear what I did there? All the claptrap coming from the left with regard to that. And then some more on the uh, China spy balloon that the Biden administration literally tracked from China. From China. Yeah. And then there's censorship. Lots of that going on, too. Call up them yo-yos. That's the way you do it.
3: Cancel service with TV. Tell them, come get it. That's the way you do it. Send your dish back to DirecTV. They drop Newsmax, had That's no the way right they do it. But of commies run DirecTV. Liberal networks that have no viewers. They're getting money from DirecTV. <laughs> DirecTV, it's time that you dump them. And cancel service with AT&T. Let's make them pay for their dumb decisions.
1: That's full of blood on DirecTV. Look at that, look at that. Don't want no, don't want no, don't want DirecTV. Don't want no, don't want no. I did a little harmony there? So, uh, yeah, um, uh, DirecTV is keeping 22 liberal channels and paying them including MSNBC and CNN, who've seen uh, record low ratings, CNBC, Comedy Central, news, uh, uh, let me see, CNN Headline News, uh, ESPN News, CNN World, whatever that. I wonder if uh, Fox Soul is on that. Remember that from the, they they were going to do the interview with Joe Biden, Fox Soul. That is so pandering. I mean, honestly, if I was a a person of color in this country and they just immediately decided to call a, a network Fox Soul because, you know, I'm a black guy. (laughs) It's just so so pandery. Uh, Telemundo, Univision, PBS, ABC, CBS, NBC, all paid, all paid, all paid. It is is remarkable. If you would like to get DirecTV to put Newsmax back on, here's the number. It's 877-NEWSMAX. Now, we've seen an assault on conservative speech. We have seen not only conservative speech, just anybody who says something against the government narrative the party line remember they came up with the expression disinformation and misinformation that's an old stalinist term and they used it to shut you up on the vaccine. They used it to shut you up on uh, critical race theory. They used it to shut you up on uh, transgender nonsense. You can't say anything negative about the possibility of a 14-year-old deciding they want to change sexes and get chemically castrated. You couldn't say it. Where do you suppose that comes from? And, and as though that weren't enough, to just declare what you say disinformation and misinformation and the mainstream media just ignoring those stories in concert with the government's party line and then we find out that uh, big social media literally employed people from the fbi to do the same thing to do the same thing so what does that leave where does that leave you to go if you want somebody who will say something other than The government line. Well, the last few bastions of truth. One of them just happens to be Newsmax. Newsmax, uh, largely considered by some to be conservative. Oh, yeah, sure. Fox News, sure. OAN, sure. Nancy Pelosi and two other Democrats last year got in touch with DirecTV, said you got to get rid of OAN and Newsmax and uh, and, uh, Fox News. They all spew misinformation and disinformation. We find out that the federal government worked with a a company that uh, literally was uh, uh, creating a secret blacklist for conservative media. They spent our tax money on it. It was exposed by the Washington Examiner. I'll have that for you. So they're going to take away the uh, advertising money, the government doing that. And then DirecTV just says, hey, we'll help you. We'll do the heavy lifting. We know that MSNBC and CNN are bleeding viewers because nobody trusts them anymore. So we'll go ahead and get rid of OAN, and then we'll get rid of Newsmax. And if you don't think they want to get rid of Fox News, you're out of your mind. And if you don't think that's possible, you're out of your mind. 877-NEWSMAX, 877-NEWSMAX, you guys have cost AT&T and DirecTV $10 billion dollars in stock value in the last three weeks since they dropped Newsmax you told Disney enough with the woke nonsense and 2.4 million people have dropped Disney Plus because of it we are fighting back we're not going to take it anymore and in a country that has had the First Amendment For the last 250 years, ain't going to be as easy as silencing people in places like Cuba and North Korea. 877 Newsmax. So U.S. intelligence watched the spy balloon as it lifted off near China's south coast. They tracked it across the ocean. They tracked it for seven days as it flew above the United States of America. It took pictures of our most secure uh, missile, uh, intercontinental ballistic uh, silos. It uh, floated down into Missouri to uh, look at our strategic bombers and where they are. And then it was allowed to float off the East Coast where they shot it down after the harm had already been done. Then, for some reason, uh, this weekend, Joe Biden decided to shoot down three other Uh, targets above the Yukon um, above Alaska and over Lake Huron now they say that those uh, targets were benign apparently now they haven't been able to pick up the uh, the uh, uh, debris yet and the uh, pilots on these planes shot them down which would say to me that they didn't know they were benign So how does the government decide they're benign when fighter pilots shot it down? Couldn't they have said, eh, it's benign, don't shoot it down, don't worry about it? Somebody's not telling us the truth, guys. Somebody is not telling us the truth about this. And honestly, we've been lied to about a lot of things over the last couple of years. And all of this stuff adds up, I think, to nothing good, to absolutely nothing good. For America, Gordon Chang, who was on the show here uh day before yesterday, is a good friend of the show. He says, make no mistake, China's incursions into our airspace look like a prelude to an attack. That's what I thought originally. I thought maybe uh, an EMP. An EMP is an electromagnetic pulse in our atmosphere that, that renders your uh, communications, all electronic devices, completely worthless. Well, we already know that China is in uh, a good share of our cell phones. TikTok, you might think, is a cute little video site. It gives the Chinese Communist Party the ability to find everything that's on your phone. Do you think I'm being pejorative? Oh, no, I'm not. It's 100% true. That's why a few weeks ago, all of a sudden, a bunch of people in Washington, D.C. started saying, hey, maybe we ought to get rid of TikTok. TikTok. Maybe we ought to, we ought to say uh, government phones can't have it. Well, they know something we don't know. And if they're saying that, I'd say delete TikTok. Chinese spy balloon we shot down February the 4th back to Gordon Chang's column, lingered over Malstrom Air Force Base, the site of approximately a third of America's land-based intercontinental ballistic missiles. The balloon then flew near F.E. Warren and Minot Air Force Bases in North Dakota, which housed the remainder of America's Minuteman Three Wings. The balloon also passed uh, close to Whiteman Air Force Base, home of the nuclear-capable B-2 bomber fleet, and the Offutt Air Force Base, Omaha, Nebraska, where I'm from, the headquarters of the Strategic Air Command which controls U.S. nuclear weapons. The path suggests China is gathering intelligence for a first or second strike attack on America's nukes. Whatever uh, China is planning, the violation of American territorial airspace was blatant and revealed the dangerous mentality of Chinese leadership. This year, at the Communist Party's 20th National Congress in October last year, Uh, Xi appointed his war cabinet. He's pushing the fastest military buildup since World War II, and he's trying to to sanction-proof his regime, and he's mobilizing China's civilians for battle. Under this administration, until this administration can figure this out, the American people should assume that the worst is coming. I'm not a panic monger, but I told you, and I, and I mentioned this in my uh, opening monologue a week ago Monday, I said, China has weakened us. Look at the state of America versus two years ago. We are weakened everything, including a woke military, including a woke military campaign, including the DOD, the secretary of the DOD, uh, allowing 8,500 of our troops to be removed from the military for not getting the vaccine. And then a woke military campaign that has driven recruitment goals to 25% short of where they would be otherwise. Oh, and then Joe Biden gave up our base in in, an $85 billion worth of military hardware to our enemies in Afghanistan. Other than that, there's nothing to see here. Other than that, everything is fine and America is really, really strong. And then there's this. A second university has been found to receive more than $6.7 million in anonymous donations from China, including direct funding from the Chinese government after Joe Biden set up a program there in his name, according to the Government Accountability Institute. So uh, Joe Biden's family has gotten about $31 million from Chinese oligarchs. The uh, uh, University of Pennsylvania has got about $70 million and $51 million to the Penn-Biden Center. And all of that money is tied to uh, the Chinese Communist government and uh, anonymous Chinese donors. And Joe Biden is the president, as what I've just recapped in this first opening segment uh, is happening. Doesn't take a genius. Let's go to Scott in Santa Cruz, California. Hello there, Scott. Welcome to The Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Oh, Scott is gone. Never mind. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, let's go to Bill in Inglewood, Maryland. Hello, Bill. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Yeah, Rob, how you doing?
4: Good, buddy. What's up? Hey, w- listen, what I was calling about is about the uh, spy our balloon. Yeah. Is c- Could it been
5: a delivery system for these other objects?
1: Well, no, because the other objects came from different locales. If anything, they came from another country or another location.
5: Well, I just thought maybe it just... Uh, drop them off at
4: different places there and then, because it's been there so long, you know. No. Uh,
1: There's no evidence of that. There's no evidence of that. They appear to be autonomous. Uh, the Biden administration, for some odd reason, is saying they were benign, even though they ordered them shot down, which doesn't make a lot of sense. um right. so, uh, I just thought, well,
4: go- thought it would be easy for them, like these bases, Put uh, chemical weapons on them and yeah. drop those yeah. objects off of the uh, well. Pies.
1: now Dang that that's, uh, that honestly, if you were going to put chemical weapons up that high, uh, the area that uh, in in, a, in something that large, I don't think it would be enough to. I mean, it, w- it could be damaging. It's certainly a theory, uh, but these these other objects appear to be autonomous. I had thought that perhaps they were just trying to wag the dog. Uh, The government has said that they were benign. Uh, They did not come from the Chinese spy balloon. Um, And there, yesterday, I I was talking to Gordon Chang. It was the day before yesterday, actually, Gordon Chang. And Gordon Chang uh, seemed to think that they were autonomous and they may have come. They could have come from Russia. They could have come from someplace else. So I appreciate your phone call. We've got to take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show.
2: The left has been trying to get you to hate America for 50 years. And we're fighting it and we're fighting it hard. Guess what? It ain't working. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Uh, after a report yesterday that Diane Feinstein has said she's not going to run for a 27th term or whatever the hell it is in the uh, Senate, she says she was not aware that uh, somebody had said that she wasn't going to run for Senate again, and apparently she was not aware that she's a senator as well. She's 90 years old. Why are there no 100-year-old senators? Anyone? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, it's because at 100 years old, I mean, you know, you, 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 you know, there's a time to be a senator, there's time not to be a senator. I would venture to say that 90 also might be, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, you know. For some people, it could be sharp as a tack at 90 years old. But there's a reason why Diane Feinstein is not doing any interviews, because everybody knows her brain is gone. I, you know, it just, it, it, it happens. God bless her. I'm sorry. Uh, I had many relatives. That happened to them. And uh, and to deny this happening, to put John Fetterman in office after he's had a stroke and can't understand a word that's spoken to him, and of course our president with all of his uh, cognitive issues. Yesterday he was uh, he was talking. Let me see if I can find this. I think that's some. Yeah, here's a, here's a Joe Biden yesterday uh, speaking, and uh, he couldn't say the word Washington bridge over the, uh, over the, over the Holly River.
0: Look, and and Warsaw. Or, excuse me, w- 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 Washoe County in Nevada. We're spending $89 billion to add several lanes.
1: Yeah, but don't notice it, whatever you do. What I'm talking about. When people have a problem,
6: they, uh, they've got your number, they knock on your door. Not only you, but your spouses can't go to the grocery store, the gas station, can't show up with a, without.
0: Well, what's the, can you fix my such
1: and such? Okay, don't even know. Don't even know what you're talking about. But he tries to get all sorts of uh, old dimey and talking about his dad used to pay the bills at the table. And, and you know, um, you know Joe Blow, he's out of work, uh, stocking cans at the grocery store. Joe Biden hasn't been at the grocery store in 50 years. Joe Biden doesn't know what you're going through because he's lived in wealth and privilege. Not because he's white. Because he's, a, uh, he's an elite. He's a swamp dweller. You know, I bring this stuff up, uh, and and uh, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a I guess if you want to call me a pundit, that's fine. Uh, I'm somebody who uh, has common sense, does my research, got a lot of life experience, has a B.S.O. meter that goes off pretty quickly, and and when you see that uh, the Biden family's gotten very rich because of the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, in Ukraine and the business dealings and thank god there was a uh, a laptop that exposed this that immediately the uh, the deep state saw as such a threat that they shut down the story of the laptop which by the way has been proven to be true has been proven to be true it's uh, it's it doesn't take a genius to put this together. March thirteenth, twenty seventeen, less than after, less than six weeks after concluding his term as vice president, Joe Biden announced the founding of the Biden Institute at his home state's University of Delaware. According to the announcement, part of Biden's vision for the institute is an annual conference at UD similar to the World Economic Forum that's interesting, or the Aspen Institute. At the time of Biden's announcement at UD, multiple members of the Biden family were working on deals worth millions of dollars with foreign businessmen linked to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. And Biden's other university program at the University of Pennsylvania was apparently housing classified documents from the Obama-Biden administration in an improper way. One year later, Uh, Anonymous donations from China to UD skyrocketed. The first payment uh, came April 2018 in the amount of $3 million from an anonymous donor in China. Uh, Nobody with that kind of money in China is not affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party. I'll just tell you that right now. In December of 2018, another anonymous source from China arrived with two million dollars. A third China Link payment, six hundred and twenty-four thousand. 2020, the the year that Biden was a company or campaigning for president, anonymous Chinese state entities sent three payments totaling one million dollars to UD. The bulk of which arrived after Biden had been declared the president-elect. This, by the way, is from a piece by Seamus Bruner on uh, Breitbart. Three of these uh, donations from China, which combined $1 million, were reported as coming from the foreign government source, according to the U.S. Department of Education records. Donations from China at the University of Pennsylvania followed the creation of the Penn Biden Center and appear to have been reported to the DOA as coming from or DOE as coming from a foreign government source. It is uh, remarkable. Perhaps the most mysterious aspect of the Biden Institute is how it was conceived. The initial idea for the Biden Institute at UD was apparently hatched by Joe's son, Hunter, while the elder Biden was still VP. March of 2016, Hunter Biden met with UD's incoming president, Dr. Dennis Asanas, created a stage to promote the Biden brand. Hunter and his business associates were concerned about boosting Joe's future earnings potential while Joe was still vice president, and then China saw all sorts of earnings potential when Joe Biden became the president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming up, a claptrap from Jim Clapper and the Biden laptop cover-up. That's on the other side of this. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. guys it's carson are you looking to protect your money from biden's america yeah me too well right now you can get up to ten thousand dollars in free silver while supplies last just by taking action in today's uncertain times that's exactly why i have partnered with a great company gold co so you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse Gold Co. is a six time, 5,000 winner, 2022 company of the year with thousands of five star reviews and have helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last if you call them today. Qualified callers get a free Ronald Reagan half ounce silver coin. Don't pass this up. Not while companies are laying off workers by tens of thousands, and Chinese spy balloons are drifting over our country consequence free. Protect yourself from Biden's America and see if you're eligible for up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last. Here's the number, 855-735-3740. That's 855-735-3740 for Gold Co.
2: Sleepy Joe. Joe Biden's been asleep for years. This has to be a wake-up call and shine a bright spotlight on anything like this behavior anywhere. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: By the way, if you get a chance to check out the podcast, we do a podcast for the radio show every day. We divide it into two segments one hour long. Uh, and you can t- take it with you wherever you want. You can go work out. You can listen to it on Spotify or Apple uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Uh, just uh, go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Newsmax.com slash listen. If you are uh, new to podcasting, it's easy to figure out. And uh, we also do a Saturday edition, which is pretty cool. So uh, if you do Newsmax.com slash listen, that would be huge. Uh, one more call on the, uh, the spy balloon and Joe Biden and all that from Buster and santa cruz buster welcome to the rob carson show how are you doing today sir
4: i tell you rob home was never like this <laughs> do you remember you remember that tune i know you're a zeppelin fan political yes. blues
1: yes yes yes
4: yes yes. that first line you know telephones yeah. ringing a big tough new chairman Mao. yeah okay here's the, here's True. the deal Here's yeah. the deal. Okay, according to a very reliable, patriotic American, I, I won't mention his name on here, but he's tied it in. There's an explanation. Biden is part of the Great Reset, part oh, yeah. of the uh, Klaus Schwab yeah. World Economic Forum. Yeah. So they got something going there. I think that balloon went across United States. They stream and live video all the way to God knows where, and they was—they got our whole layout.
1: Yeah, um, Joe Biden's uh, announcement at the founding of the Biden Institute uh, literally said the vision for the Institute uh, is an annual conference at UD similar to the World Economic Forum or the Aspen Institute. And there, there's a lot to be said that what this is, it's, a, it's, it's international governance. They want to create a one world government where elites rule it and the rest of us fight for the crumbs, which is a, a worldwide oligarchy, uh, which is what they've ushered in in the United States, by the way. We already have that there. Joe Biden is filthy rich. He's supposed to be a public servant. He's richer than, than beyond our wildest dreams, the average person in America. Beyond our wildest dreams, we send public service to Washington, D.C. They spend their entire lives there telling us how to live ours, and they let us feast on the crumbs. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all, Buster. Not one little bit. He's yeah, bought and paid what, for. You know, uh, Biden went to go see his doctor.
4: Uh, you know, he thought he was getting Alzheimer's. Yeah, uh uh-huh. His
1: doctor told him, ah,
4: no worries, just forget about it.
1: (laughs) Yes. And? You know. Oh, forget about it. Okay, I got you. Forget about it. I get it. All right. Thanks, Buster. I appreciate the phone call. (laughs) Jeez. This is Klaus Schwab talking about taking over the world. I wish I were kidding. Listen to this guy. And we are just now where we move into the exponential phase. And I agree. This is at the World Governance Summit. So he went from World Economic Forum to World Governance Summit. I mean, could things be more blatant? I mean, could he be more Dr. Evil? He's got a German accent for crying out loud. Listen to this. He sounds like a movie villain. Artificial intelligence, but not only artificial intelligence, but
4: also the metaverse, new space technologies. And I could go on and on synthetic biology, our
1: life. You ever heard about uh, ChatGPT? It is a uh, $10 billion investment by Microsoft to steer people's thoughts away from conservatism toward uh, leftist ideology online. In 10 years from now, we'll be completely different, very much affected,
4: and who masters those technologies in some way will be the master of the world.
1: Okay, whoever masters those technologies in some ways will be the master of the world. Do, I mean, I, I, they're, they're broadcasting to us everything that we need to know. <laughs> you know I mean, there's a point where you just kind of go, okay, uh, do, do we really need to unpack this? Uh, do we really? Or, or do we just kind of see maybe their intentions because maybe, I don't know, we're not stupid? When the New York Post came out with the Hunter Biden laptop story, everybody saw the emails that were legit. Everybody saw the images that were legit. And a word went out from the federal government who had had Hunter Biden's laptop before the election of 2020 for about nine months. The FBI knew what was on that laptop. They knew it would be a game changer. They knew that it would most assuredly mean that Donald Trump would become the president of the United States. So, not only uh, softening up uh, the country with regard to COVID, uh, with regard to questioning any sort of mandates, with changing election laws without state legislatures, with uh, funneling a half a billion dollars of Mark Zuckerberg money into unmanned drop boxes, with uh, election vote counting stopping on election night in the key battleground states as Donald Trump was leading the pack, and it was almost, I mean, it was for sure, it was over, and five states stopped the stopped the vote counting, and the next morning, almost 100% of the votes came in for Joe Biden. Other than that... But that wasn't enough. The FBI had to shut down this story ahead of time. And they did. And the media uh, followed their narrative slavishly. Incriminating evidence
3: allegedly found on a laptop belonging to Biden.
4: (laughs) Some sort of Russian Russian disinformation disinformation campaign campaign effort. One eternity later. Biden emails finally authenticated according to the New York Times. It's, it's rewind, rewind time. time. It's a lie. Altered or fake, unverified emails.
1: The
2: story did not quite land due to the lack of verification. Listen, it be verified.
5: What can't
1: be verified?
2: The laptop. Why do you
1: said that? Well,
2: because it can't be verified.
3: Now,
1: the uh, Democrat Party and and Hillary Clinton and the FBI created Russian disinformation in 2015. They did. Donald Trump was accused of colluding with russia okay that was a lie that was created by hillary clinton the dnc and the deep state so that donald trump would not beat hillary clinton in 2016 they created it they created this supposed russia collusion and they carried it for a couple of years they used it to surveil the president, go to a FISA court. Surveil the the candidacy, the transition team, and the presidency of Donald Trump. Okay, so they did that, and then they came up with this uh, concept of disinformation. Now, had you ever heard of disinformation before the twenty twenty election? You ever heard that word before? And all of a sudden, we're being told that disinformation is gospel. And we are being told that there are people who are disseminating disinformation. And most people go, oh, disinformation. Well, that's the opposite of information, so it must be bad. You know who else uh, used that line? Well, Joseph Stalin. I've told you this before. That's old news, 1923. Established a Department of Disinformatia for that reason. And the Democrat Party and the deep state uh, expected Americans would be so ignorant and so uh, shut down and so dominated by leftists, that uh, nobody had asked the question, uh, except for this guy right here, right here, right here. And others did too. With regard to Hunter Biden's laptop, it was fairly obvious to all of us there was bombshell information in the laptop and uh, and it was shut down. On uh, yesterday, actually, Jim Jordan, Chairman of the uh, House Judiciary Committee and the weaponization of uh, the uh, government against uh, conservatives filed two subpoenas for key intelligence officials who were central in covering up the New York Post Hunter Biden laptop story. Jordan filed the subpoenas against former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper and former CIA Director John Brennan, both of who signed uh, onto a letter published October 19th A couple of weeks before the 2020 election, denouncing the New York Post story as Russian disinformation. This statement served as a basis for partisan operatives to attempt to delegitimize allegations, as reported in the Post, that Hunter Biden had used the position and influence of his father for personal gain with the awareness of President Biden. The statement was part of a broader effort among national news organizations and social media companies to minimize and censor the post-reporting and thereby limit public awareness of the allegations weeks before the 2020 presidential election. This coordinated effort to suppress public dissemination of the serious allegations about Hunter Biden and his family was a grave disservice to American citizens in participation in democracy. Left-wing media ran with that story, and that shifted the presidential election, Russian disinformation, and consequently cover-up. We all knew it. We all knew it. And now James Clapper, who is a, uh, a tool of the left who literally works for CNN, is saying that uh, uh, he was uh, misled. He was misled about it. Now, in case you didn't get this, this is James Clapper uh, before the 2020 election convinced without any, by the way, without any knowledge other than a New York Post story, without any knowledge whatsoever, talking about uh, something that no one in America had really heard about, which is the concept of disinformation. And he signed on to a letter a couple weeks before election, knowing that the information on the laptop would be detrimental to Joe Biden's chances of being elected. Obama. So, Director, a bunch of questions from this. Let me just start
0: with this. How much does the source matter, right? So you hear the story of this laptop. We don't know a lot. We do know that the, the way that this information is getting out is through Steve Bannon and Rudy Giuliani. How much uh, do the, the, does the source matter here? And by
1: the way, the FBI had the laptop for nine months. Tell me that Jim Clapper did not know that the FBI knew about the laptop and its validity.
3: Well, source matters a lot and, uh, and the timing matters
0: a lot, I think. And to me, this is uh, this classic uh,
1: textbook, uh, Soviet-Russian uh, tradecraft at work. Uh, the Russians have analyzed the Yeah, it was a story in uh, the New York Post. It was a laptop that had been given to the FBI. Target. They understand that the president and his enablers uh, crave uh, dirt on Vice President Biden. Whether it's real or contrived, it doesn't matter to them. Yeah, well, it's been proven to be uh, true, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, the, the authors of the now discredited letter said, our experience makes us deeply suspicious that the Russian government played a significant role in this case. If we are right, this is Russia trying to influence how Americans vote in the election. Well, it turns out the opposite is true. According to former attorney Bill Barr, who I, you know, do have no respect for, it was not Russia, but Clapper and fellow, fellow intelligence alumni who used disinformation to influence how Americans voted in the 2020 election. That's what I just said, actually. Uh, he told Hugh Hewitt last year the intelligence officials suggesting that it was Russian disinformation in order to essentially keep a cork into in it until after the election. I think that probably affected the outcome, or at least there is very distinct probability of that then candidate Biden used uh, the letter to great effort of uh, effect, referencing it in the uh, final presidential debate with donald trump october twenty second twenty twenty two twenty twenty that was my birthday by the way, yeah. Look, there are 50 former national intelligence folks said that uh, what he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said uh, that this has all the characteristics for four or four, four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say What he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Well, Joe Biden knew it wasn't a bunch of garbage. The FBI knew it wasn't a bunch of garbage. But all of these people supposedly connected to the intelligence community were willing to sign off on the letter and throw the election. All right, I'm just going to drop the mic. Boom! Right there. The paper. Boom! I think I've made my point. Uh, Coming up, by the way, uh, Disinformation, Inc. There's more word on... uh, this uh... federally funded group that is shutting down conservative speech by killing uh, advertising dollars for them we've got some amazing stuff coming out of scotland why the premier of scotland has resigned Psst, it had something to do with transgender nonsense and your calls are welcome at eight hundred ninety two six six eight zero this is the rob carson show
2: if you're down with trigger warnings you might want to listen to something else it's the rob carson show
1: Nikki Haley has announced her candidacy for the presidency uh, for the Republican Party in 2024. Uh, uh, the only thing she faces is the fact that she's not Donald Trump. That's, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, Donald Trump's the candidate. Right now, the Donald Trump is the candidate. Donald Trump is the candidate that has been vetted. Donald Trump is the person who has uh, shown us that he can lead the country in a successful fashion, and he has also shown us what can be what can happen when people who don't know what they're doing are in charge of the country. They also uh, he also shows us, uh, you know, the results of uh, you know what could happen with a stolen election. Yeah, I said it out loud. I know that's misinformation and disinformation, but I really don't care, really don't care, Uh, because you know what? It was never investigated. And also, I think that Katie Hobbs is the illegitimate governor of Arizona. You know why? Because I'm not stupid. That said, when put up against Donald Trump in a head-to-head battle, according to a YouGov America Yahoo News poll, uh, it looks like that Donald Trump uh, leads Haley 48% to around uh, 22%. Uh, That's uh, about 26% difference there. So uh, Nikki Haley, I mean, uh, she's a nice enough person, has an inspiring story. I was completely down with Nikki Haley till I saw that she kind of leaned towards the establishment, Rhino Republican wing of the party, and uh, consequently, she's not going to get a single Trump voter uh, away from Donald Trump. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. I, I wish her the best. I, I do. Yesterday, she had thousands of people show up at a rally in South Carolina. That's the biggest rally she'll probably have. But, you know, that's, that's just me thinking out loud. That's just me. That's my gut. That's my gut. My gut is usually right. So, uh, you know, there's that. There is that. Oh, this is kind of interesting. And, uh, you know, you've kind of been wondering, you know, about why the southern border is open. There's a lot of different reasons. Uh, you can't say that uh, Republicans, uh, we, I mean, originally the reason why the open border was opened decades ago, used by Democrats to get people to come across the border, uh, register them to vote and vote Democrat. That's it. And now they're calling it white replacement. Like it's us, okay? Like it's like white people or conservatives uh, or Republicans that are making this up. No, 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 no. No, that was the plan. But you can't say it, right? Trying to turn the tables on you. It's called classic classic uh, uh, passive aggressive behavior. Well, investigators at the Department of Homeland Security are reporting a possible labor trafficking pipeline of unaccompanied alien children into American jobs, particularly in the meatpacking industry. This is kind of interesting. I saw this the other day. A report from NBC details the probe by federal investigators into whether uh, the uh, illegals are, are victims of a labor tracking, trafficking scheme coordinated to provide meat packing companies and supporting industries with cheap young border crossers, most of whom are teenagers who are forced to take the jobs while traffickers profited. Oh, and then there's a story yesterday on CNN. Listen up, kids. Pay attention. All
6: right. Two states could loosen child labor laws to help meet hiring needs. Even in some dangerous workplaces, a bill in Minnesota would let 16- and 17-year-olds work huh. construction jobs. Huh. A measure in Iowa would let 14- and 15-year-olds work certain jobs in meatpacking plants. Oh, really? Lasers there. Really? Experts say employers prefer to hire younger, cheaper workers rather than increase pay and benefits to attract... Uh,
1: to the uh, people in the legislatures of Iowa and Minnesota, are you out of your freaking minds? Are you out of your nuts? To allow 13 and 14 year olds to work in meat packing plants? Are you out of your bloody minds? When I was growing up uh, in southwest Iowa, one of the best jobs was a meat packing plant because you paid more than most. At the time, the uh, federal minimum wage in the early 80s was $3.35. I know this because I worked for it from uh, age 15 to uh, age 23 through college, largely, largely. But if you got a job at the meat packing plant, you were making 15 bucks, 12 bucks, whatever. At the time that was a hell of a lot of money. Well, it looks like our government our, our southern border has been opened up uh for this reason. Unaccompanied minors. Isn't that convenient? Isn't that convenient? Oh yeah, and then there's this. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, the number of Chinese migrants illegally crossing the southern border up 700%. Uh-huh. This is complex, but there is one one reason. It's the destruction of the country. That's really what it's all about. Let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
2: limbaugh shared his comedy for years now you'll hear it here it's the rob carson show
1: last hour of the show right ahead here's the number guys it's 800-922-6680 800-922-6680 uh, we've got a lot of stuff to uh, hit this uh, this hour i want to get into the uh the vaccine uh the latest on the vaccine um uh, Rand paul is going after those who uh who uh, got rid of military members uh, who did not get the vaccine. Also, the world's first online dating service for the unvaccinated, among other things. So that's coming up here very shortly on the, uh, on the show. Uh, I had mentioned this yesterday, and Gabe Kaminsky uh, has written a three-part series in the Washington Examiner called Disinformation Incorporated. Now, clearly, the word disinformation was not organic. It didn't come out of nowhere. It is a planned word that has been used as a weapon to censor opposing viewpoints of the government. That's why it was originally created in 1923. That's why it's being used now. Our deep state Department of Homeland Security literally created a department of disinformation and didn't tell anybody about it until it was uncovered last year in a hearing with Alejandro Mayorkas, the failed DHS head, okay? The Global Disinformation Index is a British organization, with two affiliated U.S. nonprofits. They're feeding secret blacklists to ad companies like Xander. Now, with the intent of shutting down websites peddling what they call disinformation. What did I just say about disinformation? Keep that in mind the washington examiner has shed light on how Xander, which microsoft bought in twenty twenty one for a billion dollars has targeted disfavored speech and blocked conservative websites from reaping key ad dollars they're trying to choke the life out of conservative sites oh yeah and then companies like directv are slavishly listening to the commands of those who pitch this nonsense about disinformation and they have removed uh, OAN last year, and Newsmax just a couple of weeks ago got it off the platform because they said that Newsmax, OAN, and Fox News all peddled disinformation. You see where I'm coming from here? This isn't organic. This isn't coming from one uh, one uh, uh, organization. This is a wholesale attack on conservative speech. I've called it conservative apartheid. In this case, Xander prevented uh, many uh, of us from talking to our voters critical to days up uh, up to the election day. Uh, This according to uh, an ad executive, uh, granted anonymity to discuss confidential company matters. Our audience reads The Examiner, Daily Wire, Town Hall. Voters go to these news sites and opinion sites to inform their decisions. And if Microsoft is using their technology to block us from showing ads on these websites, they're actively preventing us from talking to voters on the public squares where the decisions are being informed gdi's dynamic exclusion list includes 2,000 domains many of which are foreign state-sponsored news and opinion sites forums that traffic and disinformation this is according to gdi you want to hear the ones that they are recommending that no advertising dollars be spent on well uh, newsmax hot air real clear politics daily wire Washington Examiner, Daily Caller. Do you get any of your news from there or your opinions from there? Because I do. And I also go to left-leaning sites like Politico and CNN and MSNBC to make fun of them, of course. Breitbart TV, Red State TV, The Blaze, The Epic Times. Love the Epic Times. Washington Times, Daily Caller, Judicial Watch, OAN, Charlie Kirk. Isn't that funny? GDI has said the ten riskiest news outlets for purported disinformation are one of them just happens to be Newsmax. Isn't that interesting? Also, Reason and the New York Post, the ones that are the most reliable, that uh, are the least false and misleading. In fact, they would venture to say that they are the uh, arbiters of truth, but they're not. Uh, uh, Let's see here. Uh, You got uh, uh, the uh, uh, Washington Post, NPR, USA Today, ProPublica, the Associated Press. Interesting. What we see going on is not new, according to Dan Schneider, vice president for media research centers, free speech alliance group. We saw redlining efforts to prevent black blacks from buying homes in certain communities. We saw blacklists in Hollywood to prevent people with politically uh, different political beliefs from appearing in movies and getting writing contracts. Isn't that interesting? Like I said, we are in a period that I call dem Crow." that's D-E-M as in Democrat, and conservative apartheid. And the reason why I call it apartheid is because it is state-sponsored discrimination. And I can prove this because the Washington Examiner reported that the State Department granted $330,000 of your tax money to GDI to censor conservative groups. There you go. And then there's this new poll from Convention of States America in action with the Trafalgar Group, one of the most accurate pollsters in the universe. What do people think about woke companies? Well, they don't like them. 78.8% of voters say they are more likely to do business with a company that stayed politically neutral and tolerated viewpoints of employees and customers across the board. Huh. say they're much more likely to uh, go to companies that were, uh, you know, that that offered both sides of the viewpoint, unlike DirecTV. Getting rid of Newsmax and OAN. And by the way, that's cost AT&T and DirecTV $10 billion in stock value. Yeah, yeah. 10.1% of voters said they're less likely to do business with a company that stayed politically neutral and tolerated viewpoints of employees and customers across the board. They're most probably radical leftist Democrats because, uh, you know, they're used to uh, the other viewpoint being censored. They don't like competing in the arena of ideas. That's generally what it's all. That's what it's all about. Left wing. Left wing. All right. Um, I think that I want to. Uh, let me see if I can find this here real quick. Hold on one second. I need to find a sound bite real quick. Yeah, here it is. Uh, I think it's time that we talked about the vaccine. Haven't done that in a while. This is our official vaccine, COVID vaccine theme song.
3: Take this jab and stick it. I ain't getting no vaccine. This is Jim Gossett. Joe Biden's stupid mandate. The dumbest, the dumbest thing, thing that I've ever. Walking in and outdoors Take your jab and stick it I won't take this crap no more This is the breakdown Joe Biden's been in DC for going on fifty years And now he's trying to bring us down
6: playing on
3: people's fears Seen a lot of folks in DC lie. No. I've seen a lot of pay to play. no With Democrats, I've had it up to here. And now I got the guts to say. Sing it with me. Take your jab and stick it. I ain't taking this no more. We still got a constitution that's worth fighting for my choice. Ain't that what the liberals say? So take this jab and stick it. This is still the USA. Take this jab and stick it. Hey, this is still the
1: Republican Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky introduced new legislation on uh, Tuesday, yesterday that would prevent health care facilities that denied critical care to unvaccinated patients from receiving taxpayer dollars. Oh, you forgot about that, didn't you? You forgot that some hospitals said you couldn't get treated at the hospitals unless you were uh, vaccinated. That was one of the many things that that, uh, you were abused by, by the way. The COVID-19 Vaccination Nondiscrimination Act seeks to hold healthcare institutions accountable by blocking federal funding. It's kind of interesting. I don't know if you heard this, but uh, somebody who had been reliably left of center, Dr. Lena Wynn, she was all over the news. She was saying you got to get vaccinated. She was saying that, uh, you know, that you shouldn't get treated if you weren't vaccinated, the whole deal. Well, she just a few weeks ago said that uh, all the deaths associated with COVID were um, completely exaggerated.
6: It's interesting that I have had criticism on both sides. There are people who have said, well, why are you saying that we're overcounting COVID deaths? now. You should have said this two and a half years ago. There are others who have said, well, we're not overcounting them, and they give various reasons as to why. I think at the end of the day, we just need the truth, and part of that truth is what you mentioned, Poppy, which is that vaccines are highly protective, that vaccines are very effective, they're very safe, and vulnerable groups, including pregnant women, pregnant individuals, should be getting vaccinated. At the same time, we should also be honest about who was dying from COVID during the early parts of the pandemic versus who is dying from Covid now. Yeah, I think that type of honest, transparent reporting is really important. Yeah, she said that the uh,
1: deaths, Covid deaths, were overcounted. She said that uh, most people who died uh, of Covid actually died with it, which is what I said. I don't know. Since about day one. So, anyway, uh, the bill that Ron Paul has uh, introduced, he, he, uh, the, the COVID 19 Vaccine Non Discrimination Act, said, he said, I'm leading the charge to hold taxpayer funded health institutions accountable for denying unvacc- unvaccinated people critical care. Well, what about all the people who are fired? How about that? Uh, Paul told Fox News, uh, no American should be denied access to critical care based on personal medical decision. Yet, tragically, many hospitals and other medical facilities continue to discriminate against those unvaccinated for COVID 19, including those who want uh, organ transplants. You knew about that, too, right? People who they would not do an organ transplant if you weren't uh, vaccinated. Uh, this, even though you don't pose a risk, supposedly, to the doctors who've been vaccinated. It's almost like the hospitals got paid for, you know, more vaccines given and more uh, and more people uh, hospitalized with uh, with COVID tested positive for COVID, even if they went to the hospital for something else. That that happened, that happened. Ron Paul, there's no reason. No, this is not Ron Paul. This is uh, Representative Dan Bishop, North Carolina. There's no reason that medical facilities should deny care to people based on their COVID-19 vaccination status. And there's certainly no reason for institutions that do so to receive federal funding. I say amen. But I have a funny feeling they got a whole bunch of federal money for insisting that people not get treated if they're not, te- if they're not tested and vaccinated. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Duke University Hospital uh, recently accused of denying Yulia Hicks, 14-year-old girl from Ukraine, a kidney transplant because she had not received any COVID vaccinations. In December, her adoptive mother told Fox, I I said, so basically you're telling us if she doesn't get the vaccine, then she's not getting a transplant. And they said, yes, that's the one thing that's holding us up. Unbelievable. This is kind of interesting because, you know, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, a lot of young people have been dying from heart failure and uh, a lot of people including uh, some people very close to me in my life every time i say well look another 18 year old died on the basketball court i immediately get this and i'll bet you probably think it was the vaccine well he doesn't talk like that actually um well yeah i, I believe that actually uh, in fact a, a state attorney general believed it so much that he's recommending in the state of florida that 18 to 49 year olds don't get the vaccine and then the uh, the CDC literally the other day said, don't get the vaccine and the flu shot at the same time because you might have a stroke if you're over 65. Now, I've got a little bit of audio on the other side of this, including Dr. Drew Pitsky. Maybe you're familiar with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla years ago, uh, apologizing to Dr. Naomi Watts for saying that the vaccine affects women's menstrual cycles and fertility. He apologized because he's done a little research and says, yeah, there may be something to it. That's on the other side of this break and this is The Rob Carson Show.
2: They impeached our president twice for nothing. The truth is simple and it's right before our eyes. They raided his home. I don't know what
5: to be concerned about. No No one seems
2: to. And they call us extremists and fascists for supporting him. Yeah, we're done with all that. It's The Rob Carson Show.
1: So, Nikki Haley has declared her candidacy for the president. I'm trying to decide whether she's actually declaring her candidacy for the presidency or uh, the vice presidency. It makes you kind of wonder. Um, and I'm, I'm just saying, and. and Everybody will say, well, you're a Trump sycophant, whatever. No, you know, Donald Trump did what I I, uh, I wanted him to do in office. He he uh, he did what he said he was going to do. Uh, he did what he promised. He had some major impacts on the country. He uh, he uh, brought us to a very peaceful and stable place. He, uh, he got uh, black unemployment to the lowest level in recorded history, uh, the highest number of women in the workforce. I can go on and on and on. And then 2020 happened. Now we know all of the interference that happened in that election. We also know that uh, immediately after Joe Biden was elected, that uh, most of the American people thought the country was going in the wrong direction. So what does that tell you? Um, and as far as I'm concerned, if, if uh, I don't think any Trump voters, like, for instance, before the midterms, Trump had a rally. Uh, it was in Pennsylvania. 25,000 people showed up. No other candidate in U.S. presidential history has had the rallies that Donald Trump has, the boat flotillas that Donald Trump has, and the uh, left media and the deep state and the Democrat Party and many Republicans have had an all-out war on Donald Trump, two impeachments, and then before the midterms, the FBI uh, went after uh, uh, classified documents in Mar-a-Lago, raided his home. Uh, found uh, uh, documents that Joe Biden had and said, just sit on, no big deal, we'll get to these after the election, the whole deal. And uh, what has happened on the needle with regard to support for Donald Trump? Hasn't moved at all. So if Nikki Haley is expecting to draw anyone off of the Donald Trump train, which is the candidate, he is the candidate who will get the nomination, uh, if she's expecting to draw off of that, it's not going to happen. She doesn't have the cred and... She certainly, uh, by most in the uh, the Make America Great and Make Again movement, view her as an establishment, blue blood, country club, Mitt Romney Republican. Okay, and then there you know the, the, there are some good people in the field, by the way, and I think right now they're actually all vying for vice president. Uh, There's some people. Tim Scott is fantastic. Be a great vice president. Uh, Mike Pence, he has no shot. Not one little shot of ever becoming the president of the United States. Mike Pompeo, uh, no, not going to be the president. Most probably. In fact, I'd almost guarantee not going to be a VP candidate. Who else here? Oh, my God, Liz Cheney. Dear God, are you kidding? I'm not even going to comment on that. No shot. Larry Hogan, former Garrett governor of Maryland. No shot. Don't waste your time. Never going to be the VP. Never going to be the president. Glenn Youngkin, governor of Virginia, could be the VP. Or could be the president eventually. Maybe he can run against somebody like Ron DeSantis in 2028. I'm just speaking out loud here. These are just my opinions. And uh, there's a real good chance that I'm right. Asa Hutchinson, the former Arkansas governor, major rhino, no chance of ever becoming the president of the United States. Ever, ever, ever. Greg Abbott, president? No. Vice president? Eh, maybe. These are just uh, my gut feelings. Uh, the needle hasn't moved off of Donald Trump. I'm not saying it just to be a Trump sycophant. I'm just dealing with reality here. He has fulfilled the promise, he has gained the trust, and he has suffered the partisan attacks from every direction, including two failed impeachments. And all the opposition, uh, the criminal opposition to Donald Trump has done is make people love him even more. There you go.
2: There
1: you go. That's all. Oh, yeah. Back to the vaccine. I got to get back to the vaccine. I don't know if you knew this, but a couple weeks ago, Ron Johnson had a roundtable on mitocarditis and the vaccine, and here's what it sounded like.
5: So can the vaccine cause myocarditis or inflame the heart? We now have data from multiple sources. The American Heart Association meetings this year from Dr. Lin, Dr. Wang writing for cell research, Dr. Uh, Avolio in clinical research, all have elegantly shown that the spike protein, which the current mRNA vaccine products ask the body to make, are cardiotoxic.
1: Okay, now that is a roundtable a couple weeks ago. Uh, am I saying that the vaccine is completely worthless? No. Do I think that the vaccine may be effective for people who uh, have uh, comorbidities? Yeah. Do I think school children need it mandated? Oh, hell no. And if my daughter, if they insisted that my daughter were uh, uh, to be mandated to go to school, I'd say, you know what? Uh, KMA. Uh, I'm going to send my kid to private school or I'm going to homeschool. All right? House Republicans are pressing the DOD for answers on the vaccine mandate reversal and the damage done, by the way. House Armed Service C- Committee uh, Chairman Mike Rogers and Subcommittee on Military Personnel Chairman Jim Banks are pressing the Pentagon for answers on its plan to implement the COVID, COVID vaccine mandate reversal, which they are going to do. And they want to hold those in power who insisted on it responsible for what it did to the military. Including people having to leave the military, getting them back in and getting them their rank and their compensation back finally coming back. On the other side, I do want to share that audio. Dr. Drew apologizing to Dr. Naomi Wolf, who was banned everywhere by those who said she was an artist of disinformation.
2: His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn. Worse after he's missed a day. Well, things haven't changed. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: He's got a text from uh, somebody who I've uh, befriended over the last couple years, Rick Gates, former uh, Trump uh, the Trump presidency official, um, he said that uh, all of the guys and uh, gals who are running in 2020 are going to be running for 2028. All the people who I just mentioned will be running in 2028. Uh, Nikki Haley um, uh, was being very careful not to attack uh, Donald John Trump for now. Uh, that will change. Well, she did make a swipe at his age. She said it's time for a new generation of, uh, of leader, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she did take a swipe at Trump. Uh, Trump isn't... Um, He may be going to be 76 years old, but he is a new generation of the Republican Party. He is different than anything that uh, has been. We've sent to the White House ever. Guy ever, ever, ever. So it is not necessarily a—it's uh, uh, not a matter of chronology. It's a matter of uh, you know being a, a Washington D. D. C. insider or a rhino, and Trump is neither of those. That's why he will be the candidate, and the other ones are just posers running for VP or for president in twenty twenty eight. That's what I think, anyway. Um, okay, so uh, just quick—I've never been anti-vax. You decide you want to take the vaccine, it's your deal, you know, whatever. I decided not to because I had a mitocardial infarction when I was 32-ish or so uh, caused by strep throat, and I didn't want to take a chance. Uh, That and also I worked in the uh, uh, car business, and for a year, while the uh, COVID crisis was happening, I was still meeting people. I was not wearing a mask. I was shaking hands. Nobody in my dealership got sick. We employ about 300 people. Nobody died. I would go up every night after work in the height of the pandemic just to go to the most busy hospital in Johnson County, Kansas, which is, I mean, it's a very populous area of the country. And uh, there was never anybody there in the uh, parking lot of the emergency room. Then I realized, huh, why didn't they need all those respirators in New York? Well, why didn't they need those hospital ships that Donald Trump uh, got ready for, um, for this massive influx of COVID patients? Why didn't they need the big uh, uh, hospital uh, set up at the convention center in New York or the one set up in Central Park by uh, Franklin Graham? Why? Why? Maybe because the, the, uh, the virus is being overplayed. My daughter was out of school for uh, half a year, no contingency plan, no education, half of her freshman year. Sophomore year largely spent at home on a computer, and then she went to hybrid learning. Then she had to wear a stupid mask for six months. All right? So, uh, as far as being anti vax, no, uh, you know, whatever. If you decide you want to take the vaccine, that's your business. That's your business. I chose not to, and a lot of people chose not to. And if you felt like you were compelled to do so, uh, you know, I'm not uh, terribly concerned about mass death from the vaccine, but you know what? Just keep an eye on it. Now, the other day uh, at the uh, w- one of the uh, uh, World Poker Uh, series uh, matchups. There's a guy named Aaron Duzak, I guess, and he's sitting with a bunch of these other young poker players, and he was caught in an off-mic moment about uh, the vaccine and how it's impacted him.
2: I wish I would have never got the vaccine. I mean, What's that? I wish I never would have got the vaccine. I never did. Uh, uh, I've been having chest you know, pain three ever three since ago. I had that thing. Really? Yeah. Still, you're still having it? Yeah, from time to time. And oh, they're saying God. that you get uh, hard arteries and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to go get it checked oh, out. Boy, but, I mean, but ever since, dude, it's just. That's horrible. It's been weird. I
1: held out. I held out until like a month ago, not even a month ago. I'll bet he's from Canada.
2: Uh, is that right? Why did you decide to get it then also? So I wanted to come play the World Series. Oh, they didn't have that guideline this right now. Pardon me? They didn't Yang have
1: that. As a foreigner, you can't get into... Uh,
2: Brian Kim also. There
1: you go, yeah. So he, this, uh, that other player had to get the vaccine to come into the country and play in the tournament. Didn't want to, but there you go. Now, uh, Dr. Drew did an interview with Dr. Naomi Wolf. Naomi Wolf, one of the many people who were completely made to look like they were insane in the last couple of years because they question the vaccine. They question its impact on the body. They question the number of boosters, which literally have been tested on mice, but not humans. And uh, and she said that a lot of women are getting the vaccine and their periods are messed up and their fertility seems to be messed up and the whole deal. And Dr. Drew, uh, after initially uh, shredding Dr. Naomi Wolf, uh, let's not forget uh, Jay Bhattacharya. Let's not forget Marty McCari. Let's not forget uh, Robert Malone. All of these World-renowned people, Robert Malone, developed the the technology for the vaccine. All of them were declared uh, disinformation artists, uh, quacks, et cetera, uniformly by the government. And now they're speaking out. Here is Dr. Drew apologizing to Dr. Naomi Wolf for questioning the vaccine's effect on women's menstrual cycles and fertility.
0: I, I want to start with um, a very sincere apology. I want to, as, as, as effusively as I can, fall on my sword. And I want to explain why and what and, and frame it. So sit back and enjoy this if you like this kind of thing. So <laughs> we now know that uh, we have a Pfizer, a very significant Pfizer executive on the record saying that they knew about these menstrual irregularities being a very serious concern. I was wrong. I apologize. I got it. I I don't know whether we're going to find out exactly what's going on, but I I was I was as wrong as I could be. And the one thing that this pandemic has taught me, well, one of the many things I've learned a lot of things that I don't want to know. But the one thing that I did want to know is hubris and certainty is the enemy. You can't be certain about a lot and don't don't discount anything until we know for sure what the data is.
1: Now, I look at it as the same purveyors of uh, Russia collusion and the same purveyors of uh, disinformation with regard to Hunter Biden's laptop were also purveyors of the vaccine is completely safe. So that's another reason why I say, you know what, make an informed decision. Uh, Also, every medical professional in the country was told that they could not operate autonomously with the, with regard to the treatment of COVID, okay? Do, do you see, I mean, is it, is it, is it that uh, tough to see that those who would call an opposing opinion or treatment option, disinformation or misinformation, might be lying to you since we're discovering they lied to us about a lot of other stuff? Do you understand what I'm saying here? Uh, A little bit more here from from Dr. Drew, apologizing for uh, saying that uh, the COVID vaccine wouldn't affect women's reproductive systems.
0: We're at the stage now where there's sort of general agreement that something significant is going on. There's multiple candidate mechanisms. And by the way, COVID could be a culprit in this as well, right? I mean, we don't know because they haven't asked the questions. So it looks like something that is only delivering a spike, which is, of course, the vaccine.
1: There you go. There you go. Oh, and then there's this. I want to mention this real quick. I think it's pretty interesting. Did you realize that uh, New Yorkers for Religious Liberty have uh, filed a suit and they uh, claim that the the FBI, uh, after uh, teachers... Um, uh, did not uh, get a vaccine had their uh, their files flagged their personnel files flagged because they declined the COVID vaccine and they were assigned a problem code for not taking the shot. Did you know that the files and the teachers' fingerprints were then sent to the FBI and the New York Criminal Justice Services? This is real. This happened. This happened. New York teachers who declined to get the COVID-19 vaccine and had their personal records flagged and their fingerprints sent to the FBI and the New York Criminal Justice Services. According to this legal group, the New York vaccine mandate required Department of Education employees to be fully vaccinated as of mid-September 2022, approximately 1950 New York City Department of Education employees have been fired for declining to get the vaccine. The DOE employees who were not vaccinated against COVID were penalized by having a problem code inputted on their personal file, meaning they were basically unemployable. This just adds insult to industry, doesn't it? Uh, Injury, I should say. Teachers for Choice, a self-described organization compromised of teachers and parents that are 100% against forced medical mandates for any American to keep their job, especially educators, argues the teachers' fingerprints are sent with that uh, flag to the FBI and the New York criminal justice system. Here's a little bit of uh, audio from New York New Yorkers for religious liberties The resources that you need to do that
2: um, in addition you've got these problem codes in the personnel files um, we, we talk about appellant salon at uh, appendix 151 um, but but something we didn't have room to address in the letter is that when the, the city puts these problem codes on employees who have been terminated because of their unconstitutional policies not only do they have this flag in their files but their fingerprints are sent with that flag to the FBI and the New York criminal justice services
1: wow Yeah. Your uh, (laughs) fingerprints and personal files sent to the national data databases at the FBI and the Department of Justice, the FBI and the DOJ, two of the most corrupt institutions in the deep state. Unbelievable. Oh, Let's go to Bill in Columbia, Maryland. He says that Donald Trump will not be the candidate. I'd love to talk to him about it. Hey, Bill, welcome to the show, man. Let me hear your thoughts
5: much just let me quickly describe myself i am a very conservative blue dog democrat and there's not too many of us left yeah okay no for donald trump the first time around second time around i, I was a write-in candidate for governor larry hogan obviously that was oh. nowhere but i did it anyway okay now look i don't think i don't know if trump will be the candidate or not but i don't think he can win against any credible democrat i really don't There's too many people that maybe voted for him before, you know, independents and some crossover blue dog Democrats like me. But I don't think the appetite is there to do it again. I don't think he can win.
1: Well, um, you know, that's cool. You got your opinion. Um, I beg to disagree because Donald Trump's poll numbers haven't dropped. And he's he is he's way out in front as far as popularity, as far as being the choice of uh, the GOP. And and I personally actually believe that portends to him becoming the candidate. And the Democrat Party has uh, nothing to run on. First of all, they have no deep uh, uh, bench with regard to candidates. And Joe Biden is failing miserably as the president of the United States. Oh, and he's also and he's also polling behind Donald Trump right now.
5: All of those things are true. I will not argue with that. But I think you have to go back and see why Donald Trump won the first time. And he won the first time not just by gathering Republicans in the base, but he actually got a lot of crossover votes because his stance on China and so forth were messages that a lot of Democrats, like me, wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. I just don't think he can garner that kind of support this time around.
1: I understand where you're coming from and, and possibly your perspective is, you know, you're a blue dog Democrat. And unfortunately, what were you thinking with the Larry Hogan thing? Uh, but... <laughs> But I just don't see. Uh, considering the failings of the uh, Dem- of uh, Joe Biden and his presidency, uh, considering the uh, the Democrats do not have a good candidate, and if Kamala Harris is the candidate, it's over. And also that Donald Trump hasn't lost any popularity; is still leading the field by double digits, even over Ron DeSantis. And uh, and I would venture to say that I uh, I respectfully disagree, Bill. But I do appreciate your phone call. Thank you, sir. All right, my brother. Have a glorious day. Let's go ahead and take a break. Move on to other stuff in the final segment of the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere.
2: To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is the uh, Rob Carson Show, and uh, got a couple things we want to get to before we uh, before we go. I believe we have another caller on the uh, line. Uh, Scott? No, nope, not Scott. Scott. Scott is gone. Bruce, Bruce is on the line. Hello, Bruce. You want to talk about uh, Donald Trump, the possibility of him being the uh, candidate and the next president? Go right ahead.
6: Yes. Uh, hi, Rob. I listen to your show all the time. First thank time you. I've called into to you, though. Well, thank but, you. But um, uh, I think, I think uh, President Trump was not a politician. I really don't think he, he knew how deep the swamp was and how no. sneaky and deceitful they were. No. Um, but I think he learned a hell of a lot. And, um, I think it's going to be, I, you know, I think he's going to look at things. He got a lot of bad advice, in my opinion. No. Yeah, okay. uh, you know, and, uh, but I think he's, uh, you know, and, and as far as, uh, just response to your, your last caller, I think his, uh, I think he's stronger now than he was then. I do too. I really do, I really do believe that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh,
1: Um, I I do, too, uh, because 71% of the American population thinks the country's going in the wrong direction. They felt that way before the midterms. Why do they feel that way? Because Joe Biden is in charge that's the reason. You think that's going to change before the next uh, election, before 2024? It's not going to change. The country is going to continue its uh, downward descent. God willing, we can stave off China until uh, Donald Trump is the president again. But all they've done is make him stronger. All they've done is made him more anti-establishment. All they've done is make um, people realize how good it was when Donald Trump was the president, and they want him back in. Oh, and let's also not forget that a very large percentage of Trump voters believe that he was cheated out of a second term they haven't let that go despite the fact that there are powers that be everywhere that say that 2020 was completely legit and any criticism of the 2020 election which was by the way immediately declared misinformation and disinformation the day after the election those people haven't changed their mind and I'm one of them go ahead
6: yeah I think uh the first time President Trump was elected, I, I think they thought that uh, Hillary Clinton had it in the bag, that there wasn't any going to be any issue. But I think uh, they soon found out, you know, what reality was. And uh, I think that's why they cheated so bad the second time. Because yeah, well,
1: well, clearly, I mean, clearly they, Bruce, they had, uh, uh, Hillary Clinton was working with the DNC and the FBI to create the Russian dossier to, uh, to the Steele dossier to, uh, to, uh, say that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. Uh, that failed. Hillary Clinton lost. The chief counsel for the FBI left the FBI, went to Twitter, covered up the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, you know, I can go on and on. This is clearly, we've had the FBI involved in at least three elections going after Donald Trump, and the reason being is Donald Trump is the only person we've sent to Washington, D.C. in my lifetime who has told the ge- get the, uh, the deep state to suck it and has told the swamp that they've got to be reformed. Fortunately, uh, we're going to learn a lot more about the depths of the deep state, the tentacles of the deep state, and we are. And every time we have another realization about this, and every time another hearing experience the abject corruption of the federal government that's another vote for Donald Trump go ahead
6: absolutely I mean I think I, he was hated so badly because he was taking the government away from the uh, corrupt criminals yep. and giving it back to the people and they yeah and him with the passion for that Yeah,
1: and Bruce he also lost a billion dollars in his net worth as the president there is no clearer uh, evidence that he was not in the White House to enrich himself and his family. End of discussion. Do you hear that, ladies of The View? Bruce, I appreciate your phone call, man. Thank you. All right. Huh. Oh, uh, I've got a little bit of time here. I want to mention this real quick because I think it's kind of interesting. Um, there is a uh, unvaxxed dating site. In today's dating sign, a person's uh, COVID-19 vaccination status can make or break a relationship. I didn't know this. I, didn't, I haven't dated in, uh, well, let's just say quite a while. Um, Shelby Thompson, Heather Pyle, two businesswomen, Maui, Hawaii, developed the first online dating service for unvaccinated people. Uh, to me personally, like it was on my, in my 20s, I wouldn't have cared. But uh, some people uh, now, that apparently this is, I don't know if you knew this, in a survey by dating.com in 2021, eighty six percent of people surveyed by this website said there was no way they would date an unvaccinated person that's how badly the brainwashing the disinformation campaign had uh, had been i mean literally it made unvaccinated people into filth into uh, subhuman and eighty six percent of people uh, surveyed said they wouldn't date an unvaccinated person. Well, now, apparently, uh, the unvaccinated are not interested in, <laughs> in dating the vaccinated. <laughs> I think this is kind of interesting. Uh, so they, they have uh, they begun this new website. Uh, they, it's called Unjected.com, by the way. Unjected.com. Uh, that is the name of the website. And if you are interested in dating a, an unvaxxed person, you can. All right, got to take a break and come back and wrap things up. This is the Rob Carson Show. Guys, if you get a chance, call Newsmax at 877-NEWSMAX to uh, get Newsmax back on DirecTV. Have a glorious day. Hang in there. Stay vigilant and don't catch the stupid. I'll see you tomorrow.